How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Thank you so much for listening each week on the show about comedy, everything there is to know. We've had some special, special shows, all because I could see better with the fashionable eyewear from Hakeem Optical. Thank you to our sponsors for paying for the show. Was <laughs> nice, that a good segue? Right off the top this time. <laughs> ah, Beautiful. Smooth. Yeah. smooth. And you know what else? Sometimes, um, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, we have four views now on our show <laughs> after the show on YouTube. Vinny Tedesco's now uh, recording that. But please go to YouTube to see what we look like. And our guests, we have so much fun on after the show each and every week. So uh, check that out. Um, I want to thank Lena Brockerhurst for my hair. Uh, today, she taught me what a fluffer is. You didn't know? I want to see who's laughing. <laughs> yeah. A fluffer is apparently the person who prepares a male adult film star before his show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that explain it? Yeah. It does. Everybody's gotta, pretending they don't know what that is. Right. Exactly that is. You get the stud <laughs> pony ready for the big race. <laughs> So thank you, my uh, my Lena. So uh, I we have a great panel, like incredible panel, holy talent. Again, I don't even know how we get them. Um, uh, welcome, Dean Young uh, from Talk Hi. Hole, uh, Techie Tom, Tevin Rhymes with Kevin, and Vince Tedesco, my inside jokers. We're looking forward to our big Christmas party uh, at Fillmore's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing but the best for my guys, me and my boys. Uh, just sitting in to say hello is my friend and uh, Laura Bellotta from Single in the City. Professional matchmaker. I bring her everywhere I go. We and have how's agreed, that working? That's yeah. She. We've agreed that I'm a disaster and just to stay <laughs> off, like just stay away. But uh, Laura, we um, in my dreams of an executive producer. Uh, first came Cravings, the food and wine show that I produced a few years ago. Then Inside Jokes, and now uh, soon we'll have the radio version of Single in the City. Right, Laura, talking about dating. Now and delivered you yeah. yeah, no, we have to do it now. Yeah, don't worry, yes. we'll do it. We'll end up doing it as a podcast, even if we don't do it here. That's a great thing. <laughs> It'll um, just trickle down to talk hole if it doesn't make yeah, it to terrestrial yeah, we'll radio. So, uh, Laura, we're going to talk about, I'll be a guest to talk about my disaster life, but we have a lot of things lined up for that. So thanks for coming out um, and for joining us. Holy cow, what a cast. And there's a theme so let's start, uh, I said cast, because we have TV friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, when you add up their age, they equal my age, the three of them. <laughs> Danish Anwar, comedian, producer. You can say hi now. It's oh, all hey. The mic is on. So, I thought there was more, but, and fluffer. Yeah, no, 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 I do. Former fluffer. No, I just, um, you're like pretty funny. You, um, uh, your hood's a joke. Is uh. with a stand-up show. <laughs> I love how you with that pause, like you're yeah. a joke. I'm making fun the of you. The stand-up show. <laughs> the stand-up show. I love what you did. I, I need to ask how old you are, please. I'm um, 31. 31. Because then when we go on to our other panelists, with it, we're going to talk about this. Because I, you guys blow me away. 31. I just had drool. I was still wearing a bib, and what you guys have accomplished on the show. So you had uh, your hood's a joke, mm-hmm. and it's turned into a. Well, it's uh, it's in post production as a pilot right now. It used yes. to be a live show; it still is. Probably mm-hmm. gonna do a year end show. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you know, like I don't know about you guys. I had an ex who was Greek, and all she did when I went over to visit her family, all all that the family did was make fun of Turks and Macedonians. Oh, I love it! Right? Yes, and that's very it's the Greek. same in yes. the in the U.S. They make fun of Canada, and yep. in, in Canada you make fun of Toronto. So I basically. 
created a show around that concept where you represent where you're from yeah. and somebody and then you know you battle each other you make fun of each Brilliant. other's hoods cities yeah. this that and the other the same kind of thing you say to each other but in public and kind of like it's like a roast more. is it like a roast yeah, yeah yeah it is it is so if you're from like Vancouver I'd be like of course you live there it's the only, it's a it's a rainy place the only way you can get a girl wet you know yeah, things like good. that I love it that's <laughs> you good you know it's just a very basic there are a lot of other jokes that are probably not fit for Sunday morning so I'm not going to say them but it is very or Sunday good. night or Sunday night <laughs> yeah, I said Sunday night from Vancouver. Vancouver. you know what I love when guests <laughs> really have a grasp show. on the show <laughs> I mean I, that's what I love most people just walk in and go what's your name again like what is the show is it on now no I'm just so Dennis you're incredible mm-hmm. you've opened for Gina Gishere yeah I did she's amazing I opened for uh, her too oh really yes pa- this past May she's an incredible but, yeah. talent from the UK yeah yeah she she's used to work with Russell Peters as well yes. back in the day yeah. and, uh, and she's she, a yeah, huge she, international yeah, time. you know what's funny? I this was it was this time last year. She was here for the Dark Comedy Festival. I opened for her. It was great. Uh, the next day, I matched with somebody on Tinder. Yeah, and this girl grew up in the UK, and she was such a huge fan of Gina that she got me laid. After you boned she, her. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, well done. <laughs> like, you know what? That's that what I do comedy for. You gotta say Santa Carusi. <laughs> And I will from yeah, now on. She'll hate and, you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these two ladies, I'm so impressed. Amanda Joy and Samantha Wan of the new City TV hit show Second Gen. Hello. <laughs> now we can now we can That's speak us. here. That's true because when this is on the air, the show aired. Amanda, you're oh, incredible. Yeah. You Thanks. were on Devil's Mile and Anxietyville, and Samantha on Sudden Master and Ruby Sky PI. You are quite the enterprising young ladies. Thank who you. Wrote and produced this new show, Second Gen, that is airing on City TV. Yes. <laughs> in and apparently you talk in unison. We also dress the same today yes. by accident. Yeah, we wore the same so dress today. We so didn't cute. plan this. What's your nationalities? What's your background? Uh, I'm Chinese Canadian. My parents are from the Philippines. Okay, very cool. And the show is about Asian Canadian girls with those cultural backgrounds and just coming of age. Right? Yeah, it's kind of based off a lot of our own experiences of all your first moving out for the first time, um, falling in love for the first time, first tax season, all those kinds of things. And it's <laughs> it's called Second Gen because it's actually focused on the second generation, which mm-hmm. for people who don't know oh, what that means. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> also, I'm so there's old. two girls I'm so... named Jen. Yes. Um, <laughs> Did you say first tax season? Yeah, that's what? a crappy thing. What? Doing your taxes first, for the first time. All these milestones and then first tax season. You know what? I we we had this in development and we were greenlit and my dad didn't say anything. I gave him my tax papers and he came by and said, I would like to congratulate you for having very well done taxes. You still have some to learn, but I am proud. <laughs> That's right. a proud daddy. Well, I'm proud of you, Amanda Joy and Samantha Wan. Thank along, you. Along with Danish Anwar. These are our guests today. We're going to hear more about them on right. uh, Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. <laughs> Hey you, I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. Inside Jokes, the show about comedy where we interview funny people and creators. What a show today. Very young, talented people who get their shows produced, which is like foreign to me. But we're going to find out how they did it besides the incredible talent they have. Danish Anwar, comedian and producer. 
Hi, Danish. Hello, hello. Not to say Danish. I can't say Danish, I'm sure. I am very surprised you haven't so far. <clears throat> yeah, oh, I will. Five I'm, points. Yeah. Um, but you're just very innovative. Um, you're a successful producer. You have a reputation for trend-setting ideas and exceeding seating capacity. That's kind of neat. Ooh. It's it, it helps. Mean? It helps to have people in the chairs when I'm doing the talking, so they yes. can laugh. How big is this house, bill. though? Is this like ten seats? Yeah, yes. usually. You know, that's a secret to a well sold done, out Amanda. show. That's a secret to a sold Amanda? out show. It only seats seven people, and three of them are staff. So there you go. That's sold out. It's like every the show. Day. And yeah. Amanda joined Samantha Wan of the new city TV show Second Gen. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hey. About the second generation, and you plus your names are Jen in the show. Yep. Yes. What do your own parents say about this show? Because it's about uh, young Asian women coming of age. And what are your own parents saying to you? I think my dad's just figuring out that it's a TV show. Yeah, I think yeah. my dad's going to be surprised <laughs> once he finally sees it on a, on TV. He doesn't quite understand what's happening. I was yeah. doing a, I was doing an interview the other day by phone for a well-known magazine. And then when I hung up, my dad was like, who, who was that? And I said, that's McLean's. And then he Oh, said, my gosh. He said, who's... McLean and I said no McLean's the magazine and then he goes but that's a real magazine <laughs> why are they interviewing you <laughs> Which, okay Amanda uh, um, and Samantha your background were you guys did you guys go to school for film or television or what did you guys do uh, I went to school for acting actually mm -hmm. in theater at first mm -hmm. um, and Amanda and I met on a film set both for a horror film a Japanese horror film mm. wow so they hired a Filipino and Chinese girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes Japanese sense. I will Japanese. say in their defense, they saw a lot of Japanese actresses first. Really? And so what, they were trying to pass you guys off as Japanese after? Or what, how does that well, work? Well, what's funny to me is actually the, uh, the translator, the woman from Japan, thought that we were Japanese. So I guess they found the most... Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. She's Japanese. She thought you guys were... Ja I knew you were Philippine. And I've been in Toronto a long time. That's why Have I knew. <laughs> I, I find with me, because I am very mixed, that yeah, you are mixed, whoever, yeah. I, whoever I meet thinks I'm what they are. So if they're <laughs> Korean, they think I'm Korean. If they're Japanese, they think I'm Japanese. Yeah. And the other day, someone thought I was from Afghanistan. So that was a first. What? Yeah. yeah. I thought you were Indian. So like... <laughs> there you go, Danish. Where do you, Danish... Uh, well, I born and raised in Russia, ethnically Indian and Bengali. You guys are killing me here. I have no. And you're what? Ethnic. Well, I'm, my parents are ethnic. from India and yeah. Bangladesh, but I grew up in like Eastern Europe, and now I live here. Okay. All okay. right. Okay. Yeah. You guys have confused <laughs> me, but you know what? You all represent uh, Toronto now in Canada, right? And uh, and I have to ask you: Is this how you think you got your shows? Uh, oh, I got Ooh, my. Shoe. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh. Who wants to take that first? Who wants no, to? No, I'm going to tell you why. Because I, you know, I, as an Italian, uh, I think if I try to present a show about Italian Portuguese friend, uh, mm. I don't know. Well, right now it wouldn't make sense. But even in the time, um, I, I'm just happy that television has progressed and is oh, actually yeah, yeah. starting to reflect the audience. Right. Well, yeah, and I mean, when you just brought up Italian comedy, I mean, everybody loves Raymond was. Very famous for the way that the parents were oh. not hiding the fact that oh, they were okay. Italian. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of if it's why our show got made, I think yes and no. I think that when people are looking for shows to pick up, they want something familiar, but also with a new different twist, something that hasn't been said before. Mm -hmm. And by virtue of our experience as people of color and as women of color, our experiences in the world are going to be very, very different from what's already been produced Very because they well haven't said. seen yeah. creators like that before. Right. So, for example, uh, if uh, 
buddy was walking down the street, no one would come up to him and, and like ask him where he's from and do you speak English and your English is really good and that's a unique right that's, that's a unique experience unique to you to being, right. to being an asian woman um wow or, or a south asian woman or any any woman of color i think do they I, ask you to dry clean their clothes and stuff too they don't <laughs> i was actually at a restaurant the other day and this guy like came up to this young uh woman of a chinese background saying uh he was like so do you he was like ni hao is <laughs> this old old white dude and then she's like hi oh and he just kept going and going and going and i was actually at the bar with my friend and she had no idea that this was a thing that really happened in real life she thought it was just like an internet joke and she's like is this actually happening wow. and we had to stop and listen to this whole conversation and then wow. eventually i went over and rescued her but yeah he was mm -hmm. telling her every phrase he knew in mandarin the I amount can, of people yeah. who tell me they've dated an asian girl once after they meet me is really? so strange i'm like this is this is not pertain to me or i hope it's not going to pertain to me oh my gosh <laughs> this is like That's, i can't yeah. even believe this please you're doing this in your show obviously i hope yeah like, reflecting yeah, oh, the stupidity <laughs> No, that's very common. Danish. A couple of weeks ago, at Queen Street, uh, walking past, going to the subway station, and this drunk girl comes out of the condom shack, points right at me, and says, "Bucket list." And bang uh, uh, Yeah, wow. I mean, I, I hope. Oops, I may have said that myself. Sorry. Yeah, I hope that's she horrible. meant she saw me on TV, and because I'm quote unquote not famous, she wants to bang me. Oh, but turns out it's because I was You're, brown. Wow, I'm I'm less famous for being a. Comedian We're learning a lot here today. This brown. is so obviously you married her. Oh yeah, <laughs> she got my show made and everything. She so. sounds classy. Okay, yeah. well I love you guys. Amanda Joy and Samantha Wan of Second Gen uh, appearing on City TV. Uh, soon, actually, Thursday nights. And Dana Shanwar, a uh, shot as pilot for Your Hood's a Joke. That's coming up soon. We're going to hear more from this incredible uh, young group of individuals. I'm Santa Cruz on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio AM 640. This is K. Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Hakeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. Inside Jokes is the show about radio. <laughs> the show. It's about comedy. And meta. I just love this dynamic cast because it gives me hope for television, for allowing young creators to bring their show to television. And we have Amanda Joy and Samantha Wan of Second Gen uh, and Danish Anwar. And we were just talking about... Um, the shows reflect, well, the, the lady show, Second Gen, reflects like what society is. And, and what does that guy say to you, Samantha? Is like, I dated an Asian girl once. Oh, and you're supposed person. to just jump on him and hump him after that? Is that? Yeah, or be really impressed. Isn't that what we do? Isn't that how that works? <laughs> yes. Laura Bellotta, my friend from uh, Single in the City, she's a matchmaker and we're about to launch the radio show dating version. Uh, Laura, what was your question for the girls? That you just said. Would you ladies, would you ladies date, uh, go to an event where it was Asian ladies and Caucasian men? What do you, oh what do you mean? Like, <laughs> like, specifically oh. like, oh, I, I host speed dating events. Okay. 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 So I introduce guys and girls to each other. And once I hosted an event, it was Asian women meet Caucasian men. I had so many Caucasian men show up. And then I spoke to some of the Asian women later on, and I said, you know, they said, we were thinking about going. I said, well, why didn't you? And a few of them had said it was because we felt like we were a piece of meat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to date a dude that's into you because you're Asian. That's yeah. right. Because yeah. like, mm -hmm. you know they've got letters. 
the first and last got, time I hosted They always that. have weird <laughs> things, too. It was just yeah. a sea of beards and now, Adventure Time t-shirts in that's that room. That's right. Oh Conversely, if you so had appealing. one to date uh, middle-aged Italian women, uh, I would have no problem with that at all. And, and first of all, no one would show up. So there you go. Middle-aged Italian men would. Yeah. They, no. Yeah. They, like, I, I would be there. See. I'm just going to point that out. Like, what's happening guy? here right yeah. now? I did find out, though, that there is Asian night at clubs and things like that. Yeah. And my niece went to one. And it's just themed Asian night. You can you don't have to be Asian, but oh, there's okay. a lot of Asian people who go. It's but so is weird, that though. what you guys are primarily looking for is, is Asian men? I think anyone who is nice. <laughs> Okay, I like. Is your, is I have a type, and it ethnicity is not doesn't play into it. It's just no. a type. What's your type? I like them like a little bit baby cute, but like still like a man. You know what I like mean? Like anyone in the studio? Do they apply? Or are they all pretty? Disgusting? We're all <laughs> baby cute. I'm talking men. to Amanda Duh. Joy now. Second, she likes the intern over there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, my big TV crush is Steven Yun from The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that explains everything. I don't know who that is, but I I'm gonna look no him up. Can call him up here. I uh, yeah. Oh, oh! I, I just—I ha- have twenty looks. pictures on my phone. If you would. So, baby face, <laughs> like the Rock. Can we no. be emotionally babies? Sorry. Can we be emotionally babies? No. Okay. Oh no, they God. need to be. Yeah, you out. need to be able to split wood with an axe. I could do that. I'm a hillbilly. I can do we, that. But also, like, come home internet. and and hold me and make me feel safe. Okay, oh. ladies, Amanda and Samantha, are you going to reflect on your show? The the you got to talk about the guys who are like Asian women. Are you going to talk about that because that's so prominent. Or is that too sensitive? We don't, we don't address it in... I mean, we, we had six episodes. Okay. So it was very contained and we had to be very choosy. Yes. What, yes. What we got to is not meant to be the end of the story in, yes. in the end of season one. And so I, I hope that we can address it moving forward. Yes. It yes. was just not... Because that's huge. Because a big thing for us was that it wasn't really about dating. Like dating is the subplot. Yes, It's really course. about the friendship between the two women and dating is something that happens in yes. their lives. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, because you just happen true. to be young. Oh, yeah, you got right? to pass the Bechtel test with that show, at least. Oh, okay. we pass yeah. it so much. <laughs> okay. No, actually, we just sit around and talk about boys. That's all we do. But I think the interesting thing is, though, like, because, Sandra, we've been talking on the last few episodes about how Canadian content were kind of getting over that national identity problem, right, where we were mm-hmm. just making this sort of cliche maple syrup content before. So I think now... Shows like this, shows like Your Hood's a Joke, and a lot of stuff that's happening right now is is we're finally figuring out, like, this is our audience, and this is what makes up yeah, has our country, and it has mm-hmm. to reflect in the content mm-hmm. that we're putting out there. I'm proud of uh, um, um, Danish Anwar, Your Hood's a Joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pilot uh, is in post-production. Yeah. Where is that going to air? Well, we have a lot of interest from a lot of people, and I'm not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, oh gosh, uh, because Danny, it's, my yeah, God. I know, right? <laughs> but, I mean, on that point, what you're talking about, about shows getting made, I should point out that Your Hood's a Joke what didn't get made. We made it. Uh, we made it ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was myself, Tim Shell Productions, and Eggplant Pictures. Yes. We got together. We figured, you know what? We don't have time to yes. wait on any of these media companies. Yeah. They have their own process, and they ha- they're stuck in their own way. So we figured, we know this is going to work. We're going to put it together. We're going to throw some money at it. We're going to make it look nice. I think that's the way to go right mm-hmm. now. But, uh, the girls from Best Before were in here, Kate uh, Kate and Kelly Davis. Uh, did I say that? Kate Fanson. No. Kate, Kate Davis, Davis and Kelly, and Kelly Fanson. Fanson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, Amanda and Samantha, did you guys, uh, you did not do that. You pitched the show. No, and we then did, it got, no, we did, we did. do that. Did. I agree that you have to kind of go out and make your thing. Yeah. We yeah. made. Where'd you get the money for it? <laughs> 
Our pockets? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I you worked at a are... video game store and yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Sam was we, just we out of theater school. We self-produced our first thing, which was a 22 minute short, which is what our idea of what we thought a pilot was. Because mm-hmm. we're like, let's make a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did it ourselves. And it was that was four years ago. And then we finally got to here. You guys we were 12 won. at the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're so young. Holy cow. I'm so impressed. We're actually 100. We just were Asian, so we is. Remember, really yeah, well. you can. Good like, for you. Yeah. Well, um, I can't wait to talk further with Dana Shanmar and uh, the ladies from Second Gen here on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. We're talking about some riveting stuff on the break, and um, and just because we have young, uh, visible minorities here mm-hmm. creating shows, thank God, it's about time, and thank goodness City TV picked it up. Um, and Chorus does that too, by the way. Thank you, Chorus. <laughs> ethnically diverse programming I, for everybody. I hear Hakeem Optical also features models of different ethnicities. You know yeah. what? All by themselves, they did that. Did you yeah. see how that? Yeah. How, you are fantastic. You've got to love Hakeem <laughs> Optical. You're going to be huge in TV because you get where the money is, baby. Um, and Your you eyes just, can have it all. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fashionable yeah, eyewear. I hear that. Yeah. Okay, so Danish, I said to Danish because he was point. a woman pointed to him and said, bucket list. Yeah. They have brown men on their bucket list. Yeah, exactly. I was saying it's uh, it's a very it's it's been less common lately, mm-hmm. but I would say in the last 12 years, every other week there's usually a white girl who would say something to the effect of I'm really into brown guys or I want to Okay, what brown hood guys. were you in when that happened? Uh, it's usually in Toronto. Yeah. However, I've noticed that it's not specific to here, right? I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of people here, but and like I said, I, it doesn't stop me from sleeping with them. I'm still going to have sex with You're you the if bed. you say that. Uh, but it did after a while, turn me off the idea. Like maybe it's kind of a co- not not really a coincidence. The only people I've dated recently are women of color. Like mm-hmm. because I can't deal with that dynamic. Okay, I was trying to segue into your show. Your hood's a joke, and I, I was going to do that too. <laughs> which hood that woman was in who said that she it was Leslieville for sure? Uh, that was actually in Queen Street. Street. Queen Street. Queen so Street. Straight oh, down the middle. Man, it was because, for two hundred. Well, no, because he said Condom Shack. Yeah. Oh, I did say Condom Shack. I don't know shack. where that is, but you guys are responsible well, young people who. Well, they they flash their sign and lights all over the sidewalk. You yeah, can't walk past yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like they flash it right in your eyes. But here's the thing, though: it's uh, there's been a weird overcorrection where at first people were being like casually racist, and then a few years ago we're like, nope, we're not gonna see that. And then now it's been, come to a point where people are almost tired of being told what to do. So it's almost come full circle where mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm not gonna lie, sometimes a joke is a joke, sometimes a joke is not a joke, mm-hmm. right? So that's where kind of the idea for your hood's a joke came where. The last few years, the biggest shows on TV have been roast shows. Celebrity roasts yeah. are like the number one Insult show on comedy. Yep. Yeah, and it's hot because under that cover, you you can say whatever's on your mind without feeling like a bad person. And people can laugh at that without being like, oh, I'm such a horrible human being. Okay, but your hood's a joke. It's going to lend itself to some ethnic slurs, no? It's going to lend itself to quite a lot of things because you're not just making fun of that person. You're making fun of where they're from and mm-hmm. the history behind it, the politics, the rivalries, you know, the mm-hmm. regional things. So it can be very smart and dirty at the same time. Uh, we had one of our episodes we taped was called Rednecks versus Immigrants. We taped two episodes. And you get away with doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry? You get away with doing of that. Of course I get away with I'm brown. Color. I get to do that. But also I, I get it. to bring up bring about a show that puts into light what we say in private anyway. I mean, you're Chinese Canadian. Does your family make fun of Japanese people at Samantha? all or Korean people? Uh, yeah. Also, a little bit? Yeah. What about with Filipino people? Amanda uh, Joy? <laughs> 
Who do you who who do you guys pick on normally? Thailand, oh, Cambodia. Everyone who's not Filipino. Well, there. Yeah, exactly. But you wouldn't necessarily want your parents to do that in public, in a cafe. Just point at somebody who's not Filipino and say something denigrating about them. No, but, I, it's funny because I feel like um, old people of color. Not that my parents are old. You're both very young. Um, <laughs> is that older people of color are kind of the most racist people. No, that's no. that's that's my point. But you know, that's right. <laughs> that goes for the Europeans, Italians. It is, it is very yeah. true, and there is a bit of. Sorry, you didn't say. No, no. Oh, Laura's okay. just talking off mic because we're teaching her to do a radio show. <laughs> Go ahead. We always pick on the Italians, pick on the Portuguese. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's on my the point. Rung and of you the don't. European we scale. say they want to be like us. That's my point. Like you know, in various parts I of the world, Portuguese you take people. you take Southeast Asia, <laughs> South Asia in general. People in India make fun of people in Bangladesh and Pakistan. That doesn't necessarily mean they hate them, but it's like a regional thing. You might be yes. sitting around the same yeah. table and talking about that, right? Yes. So and we take that. We took that concept and turned it into a show. When you when you have like New York versus Toronto, that was one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. East Coast, West Coast. New York versus Toronto. A lot of the jokes were how Toronto is like a smaller version of New York. Aaron Burke was on that, right? New, yeah, he's he in was. New York now. Yeah, one of my favorite lines from that. Sh- I probably can say it. There's no oh, swearing. Uh, one guy said, <laughs> "Women in New York are like Building Seven. Uh, they go down fast for no reason." <laughs> <laughs> who said that? Uh, I forget who said that, but that's a political <laughs> joke. <laughs> that has Berg all over it. That is a yes, political joke. But you would never say that in real life because it is kind of misogynistic, <laughs> right? But under we... the cover of a roast show, yes. you can say these things. And also, it's kind of a conspiracy theory angle to it because Building 7 wasn't attacked, okay. but it fell by itself. Yeah, we're yeah. going yeah. to dedicate a whole it show to It fell when they, when they put a bunch yeah. of dynamite in it. That was yeah, really you weird. Know, oh, my gosh. Huge we go. conspiracy. <laughs> we're going to do- dedicate a whole <laughs> show But, I mean, it is like yeah. you really – there is this regionalism in Canada because it is really mm-hmm. such a melting pot that yeah. you never see depicted on Canadian television. Absolutely. Which is great, right? Well, Kim's can. Convenience now just launched on CBC. Ladies, I want to talk to you about that after the break because it's coinciding with the launch of your show uh, called Second Gen on CDTV. I'm Santa Carusi. Tune in for more inside jokes after the break. Hey, I'm South African comedian Trevor Noah, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Inside <laughs> Jokes brought to you by Hakeem Obstacle. Bear is a fashionable eyewear. Uh, <laughs> we were talking before the break um, with uh, the ladies who created, wrote, produced, and star in Second Gen uh, about ladies of uh, Asian descent, uh, second generation coming through. Uh, living in a culture diverse Toronto and just the show ladies is launching just as Kim's convenience is launching on CBC and I had interviewed one of the writers Kevin White because uh, he's also a writer for Shit's Creek on CBC we're gonna have to have him on the show too yeah but that show is just launching as your show do you think that's helping or hindering or is it Asian overload on TV or what I think it's really great because it's almost creating a wave and actually lots of people ask us um about that like how do you feel about it coming out and yes. in response to that we're actually having we ha- a launch party or it will have already happened by this air- time at this air yes um, with Kim's Convenience and wow. Blood and Water all together taking pictures doing interviews together because we want to show that we are not against each other in fact we're actually friends all of us we yes. already know each other oh cool and we want to show that like yes we're not there can be one more than one Asian show yeah, exactly. on yes. the air and I, I didn't mean it disrespectfully Asian overload like what I was trying to no no yeah the we're very different shows is the other <laughs> yes. thing. Kim's Convenience is very yeah. much a family show and we are more we're more about the the girls, the young women, um the friendship and the people in the house as opposed to 
their parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no. It's like saying Brooklyn Nine Nine is the same show as Friends was ten years ago because just white people in yeah, there, right? Totally so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing that is happening to me, which I find hilarious, is people come up to me and they're like, "We are so excited for your show. We can't wait. We've been waiting for a long time." And we talk for about five minutes, and mm-hmm. they're like, "I loved Kim's Convenience. <laughs> like it was amazing." And I'm like, oh, so that's the TV. Ver- like, that's the TV version <laughs> of being like, "I dated an Asian girl." Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, that's beautiful. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. There's separate one your show's city tv and that's on cbc CBC, and you know what i guess it's like an old marketing principle that's my background if you set up two stores shoe stores across the street from each other anybody Mm -hmm. buying shoes going to the same place i guess it's not the same with television but it is whatever it takes to get it out there um if it happens to be at the same time the shows are launching who cares it's good programming it deserves to be there right I think that's important to state. Yeah, I think it's and, making and, more people talk about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, Simu and I, Simu is in um, is in Kim's Convenience. We were joking about how we have to have a crossover episode. Oh man, oh, that'd be that'd great. Be cool. You know like, what? Simpsons. So cool. Yeah, and, uh, they're both in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for TGIF. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were just talking because uh, just sitting in on the show is my friend Laura Bellotto, uh, Bellotta from Single in the City. Uh, we're going to be launching a dating show soon uh, because it's it's a mess out there and we need help. And her show is going to uh, book is going to be launched. And Dean is excited. He's going you're going on your second date I'm going on a with a human date. being, actually, wow. with a person. Yeah, yeah like the same person twice. Yeah. And your question to Laura, uh, because of Jen, talk, we all about your tattoos. Yeah. So uh, how many dates in? Assuming I get more than a second. I don't want to overstep Not after this show. You won't. Yeah, Yeah, not after this airs. But how many dates in do I reveal my breakup tattoos? No. Just never? Danish says what? (laughs) I have seen his tattoos. I know. Yeah. Well, the whole country did that one tattoo. You do not want to show them to her up until the divorce. Okay. Laura's going to look at Dean's tattoos. (laughs) I want the young lady, Samantha and and, uh, Amanda, because you guys talk about dating on your show. Uh, what what do you say about Dean's disaster tattoos? This is what it says. This Why is. Why do they have to know it's a breakup tattoo? They well, that's true. They, there's no way to Laura avoid because otherwise it looks like I like had a meth Sometimes problem or something. Have, what does it say? I think it, should it lead says with that. it says a rocky year in the life of a legend is still a year in the life of a legend. And that was a quote a from a friend of mine. Yeah, just tell yeah. us a quote. That's it's just a right? quote. Some people, yeah. some things okay. don't need to be said. <laughs> All right. There are certain things that, like, if you had her, uh, her name this is Laura all over you. Yeah, yeah there's yes. no names on me. But or if it was a lower has... back tattoo. like No um... lower back. <laughs> you have a tramp stamp, Dean? No, but a friend of mine did. You know, I love you, Amanda. For you know, you can do question. those, like, discovery where you go to Israel and you t- retrace your roots. They do. They, they bring people over there to do those trips. This friend of mine came back from one of those, and he had the Star of David tattooed in the tramp stamp spot uh, and i had to explain to him why that was not it's a good C block yeah. yeah and so to this day there's some Could, tattoo artists in tel aviv okay. just laughing sorry laura you want to say something quickly are you laura. over this girl oh yeah that's a long time ago well, now then it but has it's just permanently to do on me. with anybody it's nobody's business nobody needs to know what it is it's i would except yeah. everyone yeah. listening to the show <laughs> it's not a disaster tattoo no, he's it's a train wreck right okay i'm old okay as the person as most definitely the oldest person perhaps in the building right now 40 i'm 47 compared to everybody in the room right now let's talk about the male tramp stamp explain <laughs> ladies go Samantha Amanda Joy. Okay, from... well, first, you you look very, very good. I thought you were like 30. Thank you. Good answer. Go. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, right. I, how old are you? I'm sorry, Amanda. Uh, <laughs> some say I'm 100. No, some you're, say you're a babe. Good. You're such a babe. 24? Um, no. But you look young because you're Asian, so you're 44. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like 60. 
you know. So okay. Sam, Sam's like 62. Um, Are no, you guys, okay, let me, yeah. hold on. Are you guys dating, first of all? Each other? No. Oh, You people. could. I know <laughs> it just like goes anywhere. No, no, this is also Okay, now question. you got every perk This is, like, this oh, is honestly, God. though, <laughs> sometimes people don't read the brief on the show and think it's it's about girlfriends moving in oh, together. for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. Which no. is okay. It's okay. I want to be politically correct. But, but, like, read read what our show is. Yeah. I know. Going on the whole tattoo, like, circling yes. around there, like, the, the tramp stamp or anything, the one that... If you show me like a tattoo of your Chinese character that also is written wrong, that's <gasps> where. Yeah. Good one. Because yeah. a lot of people do the Chinese characters even though they're not. What do you oh think about that? I blame Samantha? Fast and the Furious for that. Yeah. I, I just I clap to the tattoo artist because I'm like, uh, you know that that <laughs> yeah. doesn't say anything. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and then do you break so. it to the guy and go, you're an idiot? Like that doesn't even mean anything. It's better when they don't know. <laughs> it's better. Depends if it's the second date. I would yeah. take something from a menu item and put it on there, like, and just because I have no idea. Well, I wore all all denim to that first date, Sandra. You were here. For <gasps> that. That, was last that was the week. same day. That you was wore... the same date. I wore a Canadian tuxedo and I got a date number two. So I don't even think she's human. Are you, yeah. does she <laughs> was she was she yeah. the lady that yelled at Danish outside? The <laughs> yeah. No, that was me. She saw Bucket me. She was like, "Bucket yeah. list." I haven't had any sad guys on there. I call it the effort <laughs> list. The effort list rhymes with bucket. I'm Sandra Carusi. We're going to talk more with this incredible group of youth, um, producers, youths. Amanda joins Samantha Wan along with Danish Anwar on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> Inside Jokes. Thanks for listening. I'm Sandra Carusi. Okay, so we have Amanda Joy and Samantha Wan, the creators, writers, and stars of the new show on City TV called Second Gen. Hi, ladies. Hey. I love you guys so much. You're going places. <laughs> Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. That's... Do you get that? Is that which just one, so which ridiculous? One, which one is which? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm a big Tina Fey I'm, super fan, I'm so I'm going to say right now, Danish I was going to say Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. No. I'm, I'm just proud of hair. you ladies you're hair. going on is it and dark the hair? Hair. Hair. Yeah. hair Yeah, Dana Shanwer from your hood's a joke what a brilliant uh, it started out as a stand up show and now mm-hmm. it's uh, shooting you're shooting a pilot and mm-hmm. it's going to air and I'm just so proud of you guys okay ladies your show is about two young Asian women moving out and, and all the life experiences that go along with that there's an article called how an uproar over Asian stereotypes ended an NBC comedy before it started the NBC comedy is called Mail order bride. Okay, Family. tell us tell us what this is about. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I I I don't even need to read the article to already know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Mail order family, it's called. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Margaret Cho. Let's go to Margaret Cho for a second. She uh-huh. had a show. Yes. About her and her parents. Mm-hmm. All American girl. All American yeah, girl. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, and so that is different from what you guys are doing. How? Because they're American and they just would not reflect it. Big difference. Her show didn't last long, by the way. I think one of the most important things is making sure that there is representation in terms of the voice and who's telling the story. Mm-hmm. I think that one of the dangers of when t- TV is becoming more diverse, and this is a really good thing, is that diversity becomes a gimmick. And then so they end up mm-hmm. having, you know, 
Caucasian Western writers writing stories about people of color. Oh my gosh. And especially in positions, stereotypical positions like nannies or nurses or mail order brides. And when you take the voice away from people and tell their story, um, you're actually doing a disservice. That's not really diversity. What that is, is it's just racism. It's racism. Exactly. It's racism. So this mm-hmm. show, Mail Order Family, I don't know why someone would think this is a good idea. It follows a widowed single father who orders a mail order bride from the Philippines to raise his two preteen daughters. Oh, wow. my yeah. God. How I does have... that even get passed? You know what? White let, boys. Me, yeah. let me tell you exactly how that gets passed. It's the same thing that we hear whenever we try to pitch a show in entertainment in North America. Producers, decision makers say the same thing. Are white. The audience, well, they are, but they also say the audience isn't ready for that many people of color all at once, on stage, on TV. You're but kidding? Because they they're thinking, yeah, no, I've heard that myself. Be mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, we only have room for one that person of color. That was first session. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. And one woman. This. And then with that mentality, they go write a show that they think will work for people of color, and that's how you get... Like I guarantee you, someone was like, "We love that. that there's yeah. someone of color in this show." Yeah, exactly. Like, yes. I guarantee you, that's why some what someone yeah. said when they heard that. Pitch. The same person who wow. says no to people of color making something are the ones me... who make this crap. Yeah. Well, even before I, I, these shows. I think it... Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, Amanda. I think as well. Uh, one of the biggest dangers is when people consider themselves progressive, but yes. have blind spots that they don't acknowledge. And I think that's what happened here is that there's someone up top going, oh, good, this diversity. That's a great idea. And, and then it's like, I'm not racist or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. Okay, but, but the yeah, problem gotta, is if you don't listen yeah. to what people of color are saying, then you end right. up making mail order family. You know what makes me sick? Yeah. There's so many shows, we talk about it on here, uh, comedians and, and, and the like who produce great programming that don't get approved on merit they should be there and then these bozos go ahead and approve a show like this that ends up getting canceled like what that just infuriates Mm -hmm. me and i'm so proud of you both amanda joy and samantha Wan of the show second gen airing on city tv thursday nights for making it a go getting it approved good on city tv even though they're competitors (laughs) Um, (laughs) on getting that going ladies thanks for coming to the show yeah thanks so much and people can also follow us on twitter at at second gen too because we are really interactive with and the show's going to be after it airs this is the great thing you could catch it on uh on city on city afterwards and um danish anwar Mm -hmm. your hood's a joke my hood is a joke (laughs) hopefully it gets picked up yeah airs on everything netflix hbo amazon hulu all of that uh, but if people want to follow the updates, they can follow me on Twitter at Terror Suspect. Mm-hmm. That's my actual <laughs> Twitter handle. Came with my wow. passport. Don't ask questions. Yeah. F- follow Sam well. and I too at SamNQ1 <laughs> and at Not Amanda Joy. I love you guys all so much. <laughs> Our listings check out live comedy anytime you can. Alt Thought Comedy Lounge at the Rivoli. On uh, Monday nights, Cheap Laughs at PJ O'Brien's. Uh, Tuesdays, you could go check out the Happiest Hour Comedy. It's an LGBTQ LMNOP Pro-Am Comedy Night at Orchard Bar. I didn't mean that disrespectfully, but my good friend Maggie Casella says, how many more letters do we need in that? God love her. Um, holy cow, Pro Case at Absolute Comedy. That's Tuesdays. Thursdays, Laugh Sabbath at Comedy Bar. Fridays, Junction Comedy Fridays. Um, don't forget, and Fridays, uh, Bullhorn Comedy with our friend Glenn Foster in yeah. uh, Burlington at Black Bull. And of course, our next uh, Brogue Night Dino is uh, November 9th. Wednesday, November 9th with uh, Pat McDonald, Fiona O'Brien, and Pete Johansson and both of our mugs. Yeah, yep. we'll be there again. Um, and I'm going to wear clothes this time. 
And uh, yuck, yucks. Oh, by the way, I just want to shout out. I had a great show with Tim Steves, Kate Trevor Wilson, and Judy Croon. I felt like a big girl. It was such a great show when you have those kind of shows. You I need to get it. Judy Croon to croon the Hakeem Optical jingle for us. Yeah. Right? She's so amazing and my mentor. Anyway, thanks, everybody. Thanks for the Inside Jokes crew. Tevin Rhymes with Kevin, Dean from Taco, Techie Tom, and Vince Tedesco. Uh, join us every week on Inside Jokes. And don't forget, after the show, thanks, Laura Bellotta from Single in the City. Go find me a guy. Who's alive? Can't be that hard. Maybe it is. Inside Jokes, Talk Radio, AM 640. Hey, it's Deggy Tom. This week's Comedy Rx featuring Danish Anwar. And uh, my, like, people like myself, visible minorities, are also obviously subject to this sort of thing. In fact, the, the assumptions people make about me have evolved over time, and they change based on context, is what I've noticed. I'll give an example. Uh, like, you know, obviously I'm a comedian, so I take public transit, right? And, <laughs> so what happens, I've noticed... If I'm on the bus, and you smell weed on the bus, the entire bus assumes it's me. Their eyes lock on They just lock on to me, and I can almost see the racial math going on. They're like, well, I've seen the Harold and Kumar trilogy. Brown guys really love weeds. Must be him, right? But the thing is, it probably is me. That's it. I have a joint on me right now. If you can smell it, yeah, it is me. Another amazing Comedy Rx to wrap up our show. Thanks to Dean Young, our producer, Vince Tedesco, Techie Tom, and our intern, Tevin. Check us out on social media at Inside Jokes 640. Thanks for listening each and every week. I'm Santa Carusi, and you've been listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640.